Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. Welcome to Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith, your direct connection to finding your soul's power and wisdom. Join Nancy, Akashic Medium, in this interactive show to explore tools and steps you can take to create peace, calm, and confidence in your life. So now, please welcome the host of Angelscapes, Nancy Smith. Hello, this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. I'm here to share with you the journey that I have been on and uh, on my spiritual path, and I'd like to show you the path you can take to access the power of your soul. It's time to plug into your soul's power. You can build a fulfilling partnership with your soul, and you can discover the powerful being that you really are, and I'd like to show you how to do that. And so in these shows, um, I've been talking to you about soul power living, um, and I have been talking to you about a little bit about the Akashic Records. And today I wanted to talk to you um, about my book, Divine Love Affair, and Akashic Journey. And in that book, I talk a lot about um, how to connect to your soul through the Akashic Records, what the Akashic Records are. And in the very, very back of the book, I have a whole chapter on favorite questions asked by my clients. And uh, one of the most frequently asked questions during the readings is about partnering and romantic relationships. So one day a client was particularly, with particularly bad luck came into my office. I had been working with her for a number of months, and she wanted to do a relationship reading. She wanted to know what's going on with me, and uh, the Akashic, um, could the Akashics help me work out how I could possibly have a better relationship or meet somebody. Um, she had um, been in a number of relationships, and they all ended up either quick, they started too fast and they ended fast as they started, or they just went on and they were not the wrong, they were the wrong person. So the Akashic um, Records, I opened the Akashic Records for her, and I gave her healing and an energy training around relationships came straight from the Akashic Records. I'll explain about what that is in a moment. But this information, even though focused on 
heterosexual relationships in my client's case seemed also to apply to the same-sex relationships in other clients' cases. So a year later after we worked together for a while, my client reported that she was happily involved in a long-term relationship with a man she dearly loved. She agreed to let me talk to you about some of the things the Akashic Records had said to her and some of the things she used. So um, the Akashic is an ancient Sanskrit word for primal power and essence of all life. You can also call it universal life force energy. You can also call it astral light. You can call it source. You can call it chi. I call it Akashic energy. It's the essence of the creator. So the presence of God is love. Uh, God is love. The love is the energy of the stuff used in all the creator's creations. The Akasha is the essence of the creator's source and is the energy of love. So see, catch where I'm going here with my drift. We are made from love. We return back from love. So wouldn't it make sense that one of our biggest things in, in our lives here, alive in the human form, would be around loving each other or finding what love means to us um, on the earth plane as people, right? It makes sense to me. So the Akashic records are a collection. So we went from the, what is Akasha, the energy, but the Akashic records is where I got the information from my client about relationships. The Akashic records are a collection of all things that ever were, that are, or that will be. This information, as Edgar Cayce says, upon time and space is written the thoughts, the deeds, and the activities of all living things, all things created, as well as the living, its relationship, the living things' relationships to its environment and the conditions in, under which it is influenced by. So, in other words, your life, your thoughts, your attitudes, what you did with that life, and... and um, and how you were introduced to the life and all the resources that you have is in your Akashic Records. A soul's perspective from the Akashic Records is like a viewpoint from above. The soul sees energetic exchanges and views relationships from the point of view of experience, growth, and learning. The soul is more or less a neutral. So in, in any event, the soul is um, not... It does not have a sexual preference, believe it or not. Shocking. Our souls, when we go back to heaven, they, they're not male at will. Our personalities are male and female, but we come when we go to the essence of the soul, it's neither male nor female. It's blended. And on the etheric level, um, the soul being a neutral gender, actually once it creates our spirit to, and our personality that's going to get born on the earth, um, that's when it chooses a gender. And it chooses the gender based on what kind of experience the soul wants to have when it's alive here in the human form. Your soul prefers happy, joy-filled experiences, and yet your soul will be present with you whatever you choose to experience. So I'll think about that for a minute. Just wrap that around. So the, our part of our human experience is either male or female, no, even, even in... Um, no matter whether you're gay or lesbian or or heterosexual, the soul is choosing what kind of experience it wants to have and chooses a specific body to have it in. So what does the soul have to say 
about having a relationship. So maybe this talk will reframe an, an understanding around building relationships from a soul's perspective. The guides of the records, as I was working with my client, broke down building a relationship into phases. And this information, by the way, is in Chapter 12 of Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey. Um, and this stuff is what I call kind of channeled. As, as I worked with uh, um, Spirit and what they had to say, to me in regards to my client so find the book find chapter 12 there's a ton of stuff in there so first of all um, knowing yourself and having a healthy relationship with yourself is the foundation for a successful re relationship and whether that relationship is romantic whether that relationship is a friendship in your career in your job in your family um, having a healthy relationship for yourself healing yourself finding yourself in a balanced place is what brings you um, into success in any kind of relationship. So no one can make you fundamentally happy. That's your job. So if you're if you're looking for something, a job or a friendship or a romantic relationship to fill a hole within yourself, it's not going to go well. It's not going to really work the way you would like it to work. So on the other hand. Um, you know, nobody's perfect, and no, nobody's relationship with, with themselves is perfect. But when we can get out of our own way, uh, a, re a lot of joy can come from relationships, whether it's romantic, loving, whether it's a family relationship or a friendship relationship. A lot of joy can come from interacting with people that we care about. So having said all that, I'd like to talk to you about um, the phases that I kind of received as through meditation and through working with my client. They, they broke it down into like four phases. The first phase of a, rela a romantic relationship is the thrill or excitement of a new encounter, the first contact. So we're talking about romantic relationships here, not necessarily um, platonic friendships. We're just going for it. So while you um, want to, uh, you have a lot of fun um, and uh going out and meeting people, being attracted to them. But in this first phase, don't get invested emotionally at this phase. So energetically, what this phase is about is having fun, enjoying, joking around, flirting, but remain emotionally separate. See, energetically, what's involved in our energetic bodies is the first two chakras. I don't know how many people know about chakras who are listening to this, but the first two chakras, there are seven chakras in our physical body. There's around 12 chakras in our whole energetic body. So, um, when we, so the root chakra and the second chakra are what's involved in the first phase of relationships. And when I come back, I'm going to explain how that works and where they are. Um, in your body and what the meaning of these chakras are. So you can access more information about the Akashic Records in my book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey. It's on Amazon.com. You can read more about me at angelscapes.net. When we return, we're going to talk about more about the first phase of relationship and how energetically in our, our um, energetic body that works. We're on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes, and I am your host, Nancy Smith. Have you ever felt like no one is listening or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. 
Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Tune into It's All About You with host Dr. Martha Latz, a lively weekly broadcast on BBM Global Network, one of the most empowering shows for time-starved, overscheduled multitaskers. The professional expertise of Dr. Latz is directly available live every Thursday at 1 p.m. to answer and address concerns about relationships, life transitions of career, meeting, dating, and committed relationships. It's All About You with Dr. Latz will expand your understanding of current current concerns across your relationships by broadening and expanding possible solutions in developing skills for mutually desired outcomes. Dr. Martha's expertise is as a licensed marriage and family therapist, life, transition coach, and all things to do with communication at work, home, and with friends. Check out her website at auniquetherapycenter.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Angelscapes with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network and also TuneIn Radio. You can find me on iHeart Radio and Spotify. So um, we're going to start taking calls around 8.30, and I am looking forward to hearing from you. The call-in number is 866-451-1451. I'm going to tell you that again. The call-in number is 866-451-1451. So we've been talking about reframing and understanding uh, about building relationships from a soul's perspective. And that we were talking about the first phase in a, of a relationship. Um, and we were talking about the first two chakras that are mostly involved in the first phase of creating a relationship. Now, I wanted to talk about the heart chakra, but that's really not what's involved with this first phase. What's, what's first phase, what is involved is your two lower chakras, your root chakra that goes down from your base of your spine into the earth, and then the other chakra called the sacral chakra which is just below your belly button. And those chakras, um, the root chakra is a life force of grounding energy. The root chakra has the inner life force that relates to um, another life force. Uh, it turns another life force in another person. And the root chakra is vibrating and matching vibrations to see, uh, does this person match? Does this person match? And the root chakra has a lot of belief systems. It has a lot of understandings based on um, its own experience in life. So if we've had a certain style of family upbringing, a certain vibration of family upbringing, the root chakra will vibrate to somebody who has a matching vibration or somebody who has a different kind of vibration that um, will will sink in to that. It causes a nice little harmony going like that. And so I talk about these sacral chakras. Or they, I mean, they talk about these chakras as if they have own, their own personalities, and they kind of sort of do in that sense. So the lower two chakras are about vibration and connection to other people's vibration. When we are looking for a relationship the other 
chakra involved in the first phase of a relationship is the sacral or the sexual chakra. And that sacred sexual chakra um, is about attraction or connection and um, it asks that chakra is uh, got um, it's our it's our creative center it's our sexual organs it's our the uh, woman it's the womb the male it's the gonads and they're wanting to know the vibration of that wants to know what will we create together when we make love what are we going to create and the male life force energies desire to connect and penetrate and the Feminine life force energies desire to receive and create, where the male force life energies want to own, the feminine life force energies wants to create. So all connections, whether heterosexual or the same sex, are working with a balance of male and female energies within it. And all people have male and female energies within themselves, being aware of your own inner feminine or goddess and your own inner masculine which is your god is perspective is that we are created with both feminine and masculine forces within ourselves and one could be more dominant than the other and um, where you'll if you watch certain personalities you could actually say so who's at play here the masculine force or the feminine force um, I could go more into that um, later but when uh, we look at the tarot deck of tarot cards says the empress which is the ultimate feminine force and then there is is the emperor which is the ultimate masculine force and if you if you get to ever look at these um major arcana cards in the tarot deck you'll see the empress is the river of life she is the door to creation she is the rivers and the mountains and the fields and she always presents herself as being pregnant ready to pop and um she has gorgeous fruits around her and she is um, on her best the creator and at her worst um, creating everything and and not and nurturing nothing and um, in the emperor the masculine side is the can be very restrictive it's the protector it's it's the life force different than the different than the feminine but it's the the, the force that organizes the feminine and that puts it into a structure that um, life can be nurturing and caring for to be cared for that's why the male wants to own wants to organize and manifest one cannot create life without the other so the masculine needs to respect the um, feminine as the holder of life or the feminine 
um, needs to respond to the masculine in order to, for that life to thrive. So we need both relationships back and forth. And in it, this plays out very nicely in relationships. If we're paying attention, we'll see this. So in the, so now, going back to the first phase of a relationship, um, where it's kind of if you're on nowadays, everything's online dating, or if you're meeting somebody, you're on the hunt looking for whether it's male or female, looking what's going to be, my, what's, what am I going to vibrate to? Who am I going to match? And that is a very flirty time. It's a party time. It's a fun time. It's, it's an invitation time. But it's important to remember that this is not a... Um, Nothing's been created here, so you got to leave your vulnerable self at home. you got to leave your heart at home and go um, and have some fun and, um, and see who's out there. So um, the emotional vulnerable part of yourself, like I said, needs to stay home. And no matter what the circumstances, this phase is still simply a meet and greet. You're just checking out the vibrations and seeing if they're going to match. This phase is a very self-focused phase. Primary, primary focus of the first phase is who am I? The attraction um, um, kind of triggers you to leave your own cocoon of yourself to begin to go out and look. Who am I as a woman? Who am I as a man? Who am I as a sexual being? And the answers to these personal questions can only come um, from within you as you match another person. So the folks that you are attracted to and flirt with are showing you a mirror of yourself. You're basking in that mirror. You're seeing yourself. So that's okay. It's part of a dance. Don't let the vulnerable part get too caught in the dance. As my friends say, it's all a game until the heart's engaged. So keep your heart close to yourself. So... Well, we're going on another break. That was fast. Um, you can access more information again about your about uh, what I'm talking about through the Akashic Records book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey. And when we return more, we'll talk about uh, the end of the first phase and the beginning of the second phase. So um, uh, we are on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and Tune in radio. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. 
The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. And welcome back. You're listening to Ages Case with Nancy Smith on BBM Global Network. Also, tune in radio, iHeart, and Spotify. We're going to um, take calls in a little bit, um, probably 8.30, the next session. Call-in number is 866-451-1451-866-451-1451. So we've been talking about the different phases of relationships. So we're finishing up with the first phase, and... Um, the important thing to remember, the first phase are the chakras that are in use and the importance is um, to, that you are seeing yourself reflected through other people. And if you like your reflection, then you know that you like the, the um, vibration of that person. Your chakras are saying, yes, go for that one. And um, it's important for you to remember who you are, where you are and what you're doing. There's nothing substantial between you and the other person because you haven't built anything yet. You're simply vibrating and matching vibrations at that point. So don't abandon yourself while you're in this first phase. Ask yourself, how can I be in the feel-good stage of flirting and not abandon myself? So this will generally lead you, once you've picked somebody, you've, you've kind of talked with them, you've gone out with them, leads you to a second phase of a relationship. And this second phase can start anywhere after the third um, date or even the fifth date. And this is the research time when you're both asking, who is this person? What will I get from them? And are you considering, uh, what do I want to give them? What do I have to offer this particular person? You begin to explore the capacity and the limitations of the person and your own capacity as well. Um, Can I be with this person? Can I love him or her? Do I even like their dog or their cat or their pets? Because i got to give you a clue here. If you're seeing someone and you don't like their pets, people's pets are an extension of themselves. So if you don't like your pets, you got to look again, do your research a little bit deeper, take it a little further. I had a a client who's... uh, Moved in with somebody, um, their pets didn't get along, so all her pets had to go. That relationship did not last. So um, in the second phase, you're exploring your compatibility with the other, and you may feel a sense of curiosity about this person. Be curious. That is a sign of attraction, and curiosity is a good thing. Now, having said that, what the chakras involves, you're still involving the, the first two chakras, But now the solar plexus is the energy center right above your belly button. That is your sense of who you are. So you're connecting from who you are to who this other person is. It's it's, um, kind of the sunshine chakra. It's like when the sun is out, everything's good. And the sun is out, nothing's good. Um, And this chakra, Archangel Michael, watches over and protects you. This is where your thoughts are, the identity of yourself. And... um, If your identity is shaken or you're not so sure about yourself, you may have trouble in the second phase of a relationship. You may start identifying with the other person instead of identifying with yourself and and what you want to um, uh, create. Remember, the power of creation. If you have fallen in love at first sight, 
you may not be allowing yourself to see this person as they are. You may be romanticizing who they could be or projecting your dreams and wishes for your own happy life without seeing the reality of what's possible in a relationship with that person. That's a problem. If you have remained emotionally neutral, you, you will feel the true attraction. You will see the real person. Emotionally neutral doesn't mean cold or distance or you, or you don't have attraction, you're not feeling anything or you, the possibility of falling in love isn't there. That doesn't what it means at all. It's an emotional, being emotionally neutral is an emotional place of observing and it's a place of compassion. If you are in a state of expectation and demand, you are not neutral and you may miss the point of what you're trying to do in the second phase. So um, again, the second phase is research. It's still very self-focused. You're not a couple yet. You are seeking to find out what's in it for you. So that's why it, staying neutral is so very, very, very important because you want to ask yourself, who is this person? And you want to ask yourself, who am I next to this person? So in this phase, though, you begin to develop a rapport with each other. And if you don't develop this kind of connection and rapport, with a person usually the relationship ends and you move forward go on to the next one but if you stay then you kind of move into the third phase of the relationship this is the development phase you both begin to take an interest in each other's lives you will both begin to give back and forth to each other in um, non-self-serving ways because now you want to know if I do this what what is this person going to react to? What are they going to give back to me? So you're learning to do reciprocity back and forth. So um, you'll begin to take more risks with each other. You'll begin to share more vulnerabilities and you let the other person see you as you are. So the, um, the little curtain comes down for the flirting and putting yourself out there is perfect. Now you're like, well, maybe I'm not so perfect. Here's take a look at me. And both of your auras drop from the flirting energy into the real you. You could actually see an aura color change in a person's energy field if you're sensitive to that kind of thing when they shift into the third phase it's really cool it's really awesome and you um can give back and forth in this stage trust starts to develop you have seen each other and interacted enough times to have a sense of how the other one operates and you're comfortable with it you will also have a sense that you and the other person will want to hang out in this relationship this you have made a soft agreement to be with each other for the time being it's not a heavy duty commitment stage but you're both building a bridge of understanding between the two of you and a flow of support and compassion for the other begins to grow you're slow, slowly moving from the me stage Stages to the we stage so the energy um, chakra that's evolved now is the heart chakra and the throat chakra so the heart is opening up this heart place of wisdom so all the vibrations that you've learned from the first two stages now move up to your heart and your heart is starting to sort it out now your heart's always been sorting it out but your heart is waiting for that hello ding we got we got the match and then your heart starts working on it and then you start to express from your throat chakra your soul's your soul and your inner self starts to express itself more clearly to say who you are and what you want um and um in in the relationship i have to say a lot of people get here and they move they're moving from me to we and all of a sudden they're asking each other to get married not a good time this is not the time to move in together or get married you still have work to do you need more developmental time to get the merging part of your relationship on board so the the bridge between your hearts the bridge between your your expressions of who you are so in the first two phases there's a complete exchange between the um 
we went down to, to, to the sacral chakra, the root chakra, the exchange needs to start in the beginning and coming in back and forth to the heart. So if you can imagine having all of those thrilling feelings in the first two stages, but now we need to come connect to the heart. And this is a different, this takes time. And this takes time and practice. And um, so we do not want to be running to Las Vegas, one of those chapels that get married because because there's still work to be done before you get into the commitment stage. So um, I'm going to tell you a little bit what people are saying about when they work with me. I, um, I've heard people say, um, I now have better relationships with people because I can see their divinity instead of their faults. And um, as I learn to connect to my soul from my higher guidance, I'm feeling that my life does have meaning and purpose. And after working with Nancy, I can see it's truly possible to hear my soul. So if you would like to talk to me um, and maybe get a, um, a little more information about what I do with people, you can email me at nancy at angelscapes.net to request a free 15-minute consultation. So that's nancy at angelscapes.net for a free 15-minute consultation. Just say you heard me talk on the Angelscape show and I'll send you the link and we'll get going. So we're going to go on a break and when we come back we'll discuss more about the different stages of relationships from a soul's point of view. We are on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio and this is Angelscapes. I am your host Nancy Smith and you can read more about my work in Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey and it's on Amazon and I'll be back. Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. Yeah, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe Tashandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C. Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. And welcome back. 
We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith, and we're taking calls now, 866-451-1451. So I was talking to you about creating relationships from a soul's point of view, and we were just kind of wrapping up the third phase. And I wanted to, as we move from the third phase, now this is about shifting your energy up from your lower chakras to now your heart chakras. So I'm lifting them up from the lower part of your body now to the aware part of your body. We're part of the energy exchange. And um, you need time to do this. This is the third phase. And in order to move to the commitment phase, um, this is about the merging of two ideals, two separate people, and you are now a couple. So we now need to engage that heart more fully using the throat chakra, but now we're using the third eye, the clairvoyant, the envisioning process, the ability to look forward. Um, as you are merging the two ideals, you now are seeing what are we going to create, and the ideal comes from that heart space and begins to send out visions of what you want to create or what you could create. It's not a vision like you're hit, like I'm having visions, but it's an envisioning. It's a be. I can see it now. I can see what we can do together. And you are now a couple. In the early part of this commitment stage, you are still experimenting with your compatibility. And there, uh, the, different is, the difference is, is that you are more focused on building a relationship together than you are testing each other out. So don't jump the gun. Don't move in yet together. Experiment with the compatibility projects like long weekends away or projects or something um, that brings you together in a thoughtful kind of way. Um, and the vibration between you changes because you're working you're still working from those lower chakras, don't get me wrong, that's still going on, it's still lovely and fine and good, but we, but we also, um, again, two people merging, that's a big deal thing. So many couples spend longer times together at this point, and they share spaces for periods of time while still maintaining a separate space away from each other. And this is the time to get into the details of living, like what foods do you both like, and what are your eating, eating habits compared to, you know, how do you compare your eating habits, or what kinds of things keep you both healthy and happy, and what is the other person asking you to give up or take up, um, and is this something that you want to do? Uh, so, um, you know, everyone's got different eating habits, and so finding a way, can the, how can the meat eater live with the vegan kind of thing? So you are exploring fulfilling each other's needs. What are your partner's needs? Do you know what they are? And do you know what your needs are so you can very clearly express what it is? This is on the table. I can compromise here, but this is not going to change. It's always going to be on the table. As you fulfill your needs... Can you fulfill another person's needs? Are you able to meet what they need? So where is the balance going to be in your life? That's going to let you both thrive. That you both okay. So support materially, emotionally, and time-wise is also considered here. What are the different ways that you love each other, support each other? How do you show love? Can you receive love? The other person wants to love you. Can you receive it? Because if you can't receive their love and you're always going to, you know, take the high road, don't worry about it, don't help me, the relationship will not thrive that way. We both need to be vulnerable to each other. So money and financial matters are discussed here. How does your partner handle money fiscally and emotionally? Are there any hang-ups around this topic? Do you want to work with them? Are you able to talk about money? A good way to understand how someone works with the flow of energy and manifestation in their life is to observe how they work with their money. So don't move in with your partner until you get the money question answered and figured out um, 
because that is uh, money reflects life force, the flow of life force energy. And it's very much a root chakra issue. So oh, as you work through your understanding of each other, you'll want to create together and you will naturally grow into a deeper commitment. And the two of you will decide together what that will be. So clearly you will need to know how each other uh, creates and manifests, manifests and bring happy things into their lives. So I, so that's a kind of a fun thing, those, those different um, stages. And they happen in all different kinds of times. And sometimes they don't happen in those orders. But um, if you can kind of understand a natural progression and see where am I with this? Did I skip a part? Or can we go forward to this? Or is this not working because it never really worked in stage two? And we just are, are white-knuckling it through. And I tell you what, a relationship is not something you want to white-knuckle through. You want to put things on the table. You want to, you're very, you're both very precious beings. So you want the relationship to reflect how precious you really are. Um, not that you hold each other hostage with your limitations or anything like that, but what I'm saying is you both want to um, bring the best out in each other. So we talked a little bit about the chakras um, and this, the, six, the seven chakras. Well, we didn't go to the crown chakra. And the crown chakra within a relationship really has to do about seeing the divine in each other. Um, Lots of times relationships will start stop with what can you do for me? What's what's the last thing you did for me? When did you do that for me? That was two weeks ago. Now you have nothing. And there's a scorecard that goes on. And that is not a good place to stop a relationship. You want to keep growing to the crown chakra, which is the place of seeing each other's divinity and supporting each other from that higher essence, from that higher aspect. So let's not forget about the crown chakra. And I also have to talk about... Um, how you interact with energy. We've been talking about the core essence of the chakra, but we have um, the 12 chakras. We have this beautiful field of energy around us that takes in information and gives information out. And sometimes in relationships, we go too close to the core of the other people and um, we can have um, drains. Okay, That's when the vampires, those energy vampires come in. And if we have a broken place within ourselves, it only invites for maybe an energy vampire to come in and drain you. So this is when a relationship is not healthy. Breaks can come from trauma and unresolved issues in our lives. So when we come back, I'm going to talk about how those traumas energetically affect each other in a relationship. So um, we're going to go on a break now. And when we come back, we're going to take calls. If anyone wants to call in, it's kind of quiet, so I'm just going to keep yapping away. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. And when we come back, we'll be taking calls, 866-451-1451. MJ Domit is the owner of Expect to be Empowered, a company whose specialty is empowering people to live their best life by following their heart and accepting themselves unconditionally. After studying and making personal changes, MJ now focuses on giving others tools for self-empowerment. She provides individual and group workshops for people who are physically, emotionally, and spiritually blocked. Inspired by her work at Expect to be Empowered, MJ authored the book Waves of Blue Light, Heal the Heart and Free the Soul with accompanying empowerment cards. She is a Spirit Book of the Year Gold Medal Living Now Book Award winner. And her book is a number one Amazon bestseller in spirituality and was a 2012 gold medal winner recognized as the Living Now Spirit Book of the Year. An inspirational speaker, MJ will show you how you can repurpose every area of your life. 
Your life did not just happen to you. You chose it, which means you can change it. Visit www.expecttobeempowered.com or call 866-264-8024. Global Glory, that's the work of Dr. Marina McLean, COO of Global Glory, whose calling is to serve God. A first-generation British-born Londoner of Jamaican descent, Dr. McLean inherited the hunger for the Word from her father, who was a Bible teacher. Growing up, her home was filled with missionaries from the Caribbean islands and America, and she travels the world preaching the gospel. She has a Bachelor of Arts degree in theology and an honorary doctorate of divinity and Christian counseling from Friends International Christian University. Dr. McLean is also a songwriter and recording artist, and her songs are written during summits and conferences in the presence of God. She's recorded three worship albums to date and is in ministry for 28 years alongside her husband, Dr. Rennie McLean, who shares her passion. Visit www.globalglory.org or on Facebook at Global Glory. Call 866-244-5679 and feel the glory. And welcome back. We are coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. This is Angelscapes. I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We've been discussing um, the Akashic Records view of relationships or our our soul's point of view and how our soul sees relationships. So if anyone has any stories um, to, that you want to share, or if you would like a one-card intuitive reading, please call in at 866-451-1451. So I left off talking about our energetic body. Um, we are meant to interact through our energetic body, our 12th chakra or our auric field, that, that energy that surrounds us. We're not really meant to work from our core essence. And I described the core essence of where we are in different phases of the relationship. But as we really inter- interact, it needs to come from that auric field that surrounds us. If there's a break or a breach or a tear in this energetic system, we become vulnerable to outside influences. We are affected in subtle ways before we even realize it. That's why I'm talking about um, relationships that come in that are not good for us um, because, oh, look, a vampire is coming. And, oh, look, there's a tear in somebody's auric field. And what I mean by a vampire is those kinds of people that come in and just talk the air out of the room or just want a lot of attention um, from you but have nothing left to give. And they usually come in uh, and, you, and make you feel really, really good. Or maybe they come in and they address where you're hurting or where you don't feel whole. That's why I say when you start with a relationship, we want to start whole. We want to start balanced. So breaks in our um, energetic field can come from trauma, um, the unresolved issues in our lives, maybe from childhood, and other people can make tears in our energy systems, like maybe dad was kind of had a temper or mom was neglectful or dad was neglectful or whatever. Um, it can cause a tear. And, um, and we're always, and since it's a young child, we've been trying to fix this tear. And so we fix it through relationships, but the, re- but the people that we attract in um, aren't really fixing anything. They're just kind of taking advantage of the energetic tear. This is all tear. This is all subtle energy. No one's doing anything consciously. But um, we have an energetic tear, and somebody can throw an energetic tentacle into our energetic system, and, and then they can begin to manipulate us or move us around. Those people usually have imbalances and woundings themselves. So we, we do, a relationship isn't about drain. It's about an even exchange of energy back and forth, back and forth. Um, so we can also drain another person if we are acting unconsciously, if we have imbalances within our energetic field we haven't healed issues from you know god knows where they could come from all courses of life um and if we act unconsciously and we in a relationship and we find that the exchange isn't even then we need to step back and say 
what am I doing here? What is it that I want to create? Um, what do I want to share? How am I willing to be supported? How am I willing to support? And if those questions aren't answered clearly, there's a problem, and it needs to be addressed. So when our chakras are out of balance for any number of reasons, um, and it gives us vulnerabilities, it can also give us vulnerabilities in our relationship. Um, when we are in a relationship or beginning a relationship, these out-of-balance energies affect us, and they affect us in a way as we interact with other people. And they can skew your perception that that person is an amazing person, and everyone around you is saying, what? Him? No. Or her? No. But we, but we can't see it because the bliss of having this crazy energy exchange is just making us so happy that we lose sight of where we are and what we're doing. You sometimes can engage with the wrong person for you because your balance, your energy is out of balance. So go back to the healing place, wherever you have a healing place in your life. After you've lost an out of balance relationship and find out, how did I participate in this? What, what am I doing? If someone's energy gets to our core energy, this is the basic chakras that I was talking about and not the, a bubble, or we enter another's core energy, it can be toxic to us. Addictive relationships are indications that the core source of our personal energy has been breached. And there's, you can have physical symptoms from that. You can have mental, emotional symptoms from that. In a healthy relationship, we blend our energies with another and we give and take energies in the form of communication and connection, sexual connection, as well as touch, as well as words, as well as those unspoken exchanges. As Those are all healthy healthy things we do this through our energy bubble in our 12th chakra this information flows to our core and the person's personal core energy stays with them and yours with you you are connected but you are not draining vital force energies from yourself or the other person if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're having physical symptoms chances are you're draining vital force energies and you need to take another look at what's going on so what happens in an addictive personality is that energy bubble the 12th chakra are compromised and the core has a crack in it and you allow others to direct access to your vital force energy or if you've been um, undernourished and undervalued for your whole life and you're just starving for affection you may just jump into somebody's core energy and um, there's a, a distortion that happens you no longer see what's going on this direct connection of these energies can be thrilling at first like a high but detrimental in the end and you will find yourself depleted or the other person may become depleted you can change that pattern through personal work with an energy healer a shaman practitioner a therapist and understanding yourself energetically is immensely helpful at the early phases of the relationship of who am I resonates with your solar plexus this is the energy center between your ribcage and your navel. And then who am I sexually resonates with the sacral chakra below your belly button, the energy. Um, and um, when these energy centers get entangled with another person's, person's energy center, it's like an explosion. And you unconsciously broadcast from these centers and magnetize and attract partners to you. What if these energy centers are broken and not functioning um, and so they're not working at their highest best? So who would you be attracting then? You know, the explosion might be nice, but the after effect, not so good. So I just want to um, kind of fill you in on understanding how important under your um, 
You don't necessarily have to be an energy healer, but you can feel it. You can feel it intuitively as you feel, how do I feel when I'm with this person? That's why I wanted you to ask yourself, can I love this person? How much can I give with it to this person and still feel good about myself? So when you find yourself out of your personal power, pull back. Open your Akashic Records and connect with your angels and guides and make your intention to be in the healing mode in the Akashic field of energy. Begin the session. Disengage any core chakras that are involved in the relationship or any core, that core feeling that this doesn't feel so good. And disengage your core um, essence chakra and imagine pulling your whole energy bubble right close into your body in any areas of your body or essence. Be aware of the polar tug and imagine disconnecting and once you're disconnected just sit in that healing power and fill yourself up and begin to um, start to feel your balance again ground yourself so um, we're going to go on a break and we're going to come back we'll um, just wrap this up talk a little have a couple more conversations about uh, relationships and tips and hints and we're coming to you live from bbm global network and tune in radio this is angelscapes and i'm your host nancy smith french rastafarian baker chef Ugmat is a fourth generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents born in mulhouse france he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe he also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Uvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a passionate book that tells the true story of author Rhonda Knudsen's journey through the darkness and adversity of abuse. The book takes readers on an emotional trail from the depths of despair to the heights of forgiveness and understanding. She was inspired to help others, and her book is a vital tool through this process. Faithful to God and devotional to her beacon of hope, Rhonda Knudsen is a perfect example of finding a guiding light that helped her come through the dark and into the light. Her book can assist you in overcoming your challenges with abuse. The publication of Escape from Hell, A Woman's Story is a triumphant achievement and it can help you take ownership of your own experience of abuse and come through stronger than before. Rhonda is currently working on two more books, Shadows of Corruption and Coast to Coast on a Piece of Toast. To read more about this inspiring author and purchase her books, visit RhondaKnutson.com or go to www.amazon.com. And welcome back. We're coming to you live from BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio, and this is Angelscapes, and I'm your host, Nancy Smith. We have been discussing um, love affairs from the soul's point of view. And, and, and we're coming to the end of our session, and I hope this was helpful to, to everyone. And I wanted to give you a, a handy checklist to remind you um, of as you go into relationships what should you be asking for? What what brings you back to grounding yourself? So this handy checklist includes these questions. Like, am I happy? How do I feel right now? What's going on right here? Do I feel safe within myself? Do I feel respected in this moment? 
am I defending myself or am I just going with the flow and it feels great? Am I being heard? I've said this thing five times and there's been no reaction. Am I being heard or am I not communicating clear enough? Do I really listen to what this other person is saying? Or am I half listening and half daydreaming? Am I glossing over anything? So look at where you are in your relationship by examining the talk and the behavior of what you're exchanging and remind yourself of what you intend to find in a relationship, which is happiness, joy, and peace and a, and a, and a good sense of yourself and the good sense of the other person. So we're going to um, kind of pull this to an end. I want you to remember to love yourself always, ground yourself into the highest and best for yourself, and um, access your soul power at all times of being calm, by being peaceful, by trusting how you feel, and then acting on those feelings. And that will bring you into creative thinking, and that will help you to create what the joy and the connection that you want in your life. So the show is recorded now, and you can find the archives on httpboldbravemedia.com or iHeartRadio Podcast under Angelscapes or Tuesday Night Channel 100 or find Angelscapes um, in the podcast list on iHeartRadio. So read more about Angelscapes and Nancy Smith at angelscapes.net. Reach out to me on Facebook at Angelscapes or Nancy of Angelscapes or join my Facebook group, Soul Power Living, Tools to Create a Life You Want and Love. So, want to book a reading? Go to angelscapes.net. Email me at nancy at angelscapes.net for a free 15-minute reading. Say, say you heard me on this radio show, and I'll send you a link, and, and we'll start talking. So, for now, I bid you. I hope I'm not ending this too soon. I have way more things to say, but for now, I bid you discover your soul, find your power, and live a joyful and fulfilling life. So I have 30 seconds more left to tell you. Um, go ahead and get my book, Divine Love Affair and Akashic Journey on Amazon and read through how to love yourself and then read through chapter 12 on a relationship and um, what stuck energy is all about and then take a look at your relationships and the phases you're in and give yourself a chance to be happy with a friend, a romantic person, and a, a, or a job, or a, a group of people. So we all deserve, we are human beings, are social beings, so we all deserve to be happy. So for now, I'm going to say goodbye, and um, don't forget to look me up on Facebook, Soul Power Living Tools to Create a Life You Want and Love. Until next time, this is BBM Global Network Radio. Signing off, Angelscapes and Nancy Smith. This has been Angelscapes with host Nancy Smith. Tune in each week as Nancy discusses ideas, tips, and lessons to help you open to receive divine love, joy, and soul power in your life. You can discover the powerful being you really are right here on Nancy Smith's Angelscapes. been listening to the bbm global network the ideas views and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas views and opinions of the bbm global network company